we're getting into the more of this teaching of the ninth day of Av and all of the uh, shaking that that has that comes with it. Uh, we just recently were talking about the name of God, and, and Ray promised that he was going to teach us a little bit about the difference between using Yehovah and Yahweh. I'm, you have piqued my interest, sir. <laughs> well, let me just take that peek and uh, build a house on top. So a lot of folks, in fact, if you go on Google and say, how do you say the name of God? They'll argue you to death that it's Yahweh. Right. right? Yeah. And what that is, is those four letters of God's name. It's a uh, Yud, Hey, Avav, and Hey. You read from right to left. The Yud looks like a single quote. Mm -hmm. The Hey kind of looks like the pi symbol, not not the pi you eat, but the pi number. The mathematical symbol. Yes. Yeah. And the Vav looks like a tent peg, and so you have that yud, a hey, a vav, and a hey, right there. Now, with the proper vowels in there, as you see in the ancient manuscripts, underneath the yud, you'll see what looks like a colon, two dots, that's the e. Uh, and then right by that vav, on below the vav, you see a little t, which is an a, and the dot above it is an o. And so those are the three vowels of Yehovah. What you'll see in many cases is the vowels of Adonai added in. Those were added in by people who didn't believe you should speak the name of God. And so they didn't want to accidentally speak the name of God, so they inserted the other vowels in there, right? So here's how you know how you actually spell it. Because my opinion is no better than anybody else's, right? And <laughs> let me tell you, if you start arguing with people about it, they'll argue to death. The Hebrew language of the Old Testament was written without vowels, right? Right. So the four letters of the Father's name has no vowels in it. Mediev medieval scribes and scholars called the Masoretes made it their life's work to copy accurately the Hebrew scriptures. Well, since the Romans banned the speaking of his name in 138 AD and the rabbinic Jews determined that speaking it was a sin, well, there was a need to preserve how Hebrew words without vowels, like God's name, were pronounced. Beginning around 500 AD, the Masoretes decided to make sure this knowledge was preserved. They're credited by some as creating a system of vowel points, which they placed around the letters or pictographs to show how to pronounce words, especially the name of God. Now, most of the Masoretes were Karaites. Karaites are considered only the written word or Torah as binding, but not the oral Torah rules and traditions of the rabbis. The, the rabbis are those rabbinic or orthodox folks who were all black and so Karaites on the other hand don't do any of that stuff they just follow the word of God there's two factions of Karaites one pronounced the name of Jehovah the other forbid pronouncing it but those who forbid it were around the ones who did so they would know how to pronounce it so in copying the word of God so Yahweh has become the almost universally accepted pronunciation in our day and its advocates are all over the internet to fight to the death over that opinion but even the best opinions can trump the countless Masoret manuscripts, right? There are hundreds of names in the Tanakh, the Old Testament, that begin with the first part of God's name. That's the Yeho, Yehovah, right? Yeho, such as um, uh, Yehoram, Yeho, Yehoshava, uh, Yehoshua, of course, Yehoshaphat, uh, Yehonatan. So in every case, how many cases? Every. Every case. Without exception, the Masoret vowel points vocalize their names identically to the way they do Yehovah as Yeho. They never, how many times? Never. never. Zero. Never vocalize even one name like that as Yah. 
In 1,400 years, no one has ever argued with the Masoret's vowel markings are wrong for any other name except the name of <laughs> Yehovah. And so of the thousands of manuscripts that have been found, how many have been found with somebody, the Masoret's, saying that Yehovah is pronounced Yahweh? Zero. Now, even though I'm confident with, in fact, I have on, I'm going to put this on the blog and, of course, on the podcast, and I'll, I got a, a diagram for you that has all those names, and you can look at the vowel points and so explain them to you. So even though I'm confident that Yehovah is correct, we play lots of songs that call him Yahweh, and I have no plans to ever stop playing them. When we check the earliest complete manuscripts of Scripture, YHVH is written with the vowel markings that establish that it is pronounced Yehovah. I, I, I feel like I can say it's a 100% chance. This is how YHVH is written in the Aleppo Codex and the Leningrad Codex, which preserve the most accurate complete text of Scripture. So why, why should we argue with that? Pronouncing YHVH or yed heh is Yahweh would break the primary rules of biblical Hebrew grammar. If you didn't ask him that it was the name of Yehovah and you were just ask him, gave him those four letters and ask him how you pronounce that verb, even an elementary child in, 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 in Israel or anyone who studies Hebrew would tell you, oh, you have to have three vowels right there. Especially how you conjugate verbs. There are seven possible conju conjugations, but verbs exist in only two specific ones, not all of them. So all words have different ways, but the name of Yahweh, you're, you're, you only have four letters, sir, so there's only so many ways you can conjugate it. So there's no possible way to conjugate the root of YHVH, the verb HYH. Every Hebrew word has a, a core of three letters, right? So there's impossible to properly conjugate it into Yahweh because it would qu require the verb to exist in different conjugations. Now, this is getting complicated, but there's if there's seven, you you uh, it can only be in the third and fourth, but it only exists those letters in the first and second. So I'm not going to go there because that's already I can see your eyes going ah. <laughs> so it's literally grammatically impossible to end up with Yahweh. And there are many other basic grammatical rules you'd break to pronounce yud heh vav heh as Yahweh. But I just think it's a disinformation campaign because they don't want you to say the name of God. <laughs> so, but it's okay to say Yehovah or Jehovah. The debate about pronunciation has raged a very long time, and, and as it has, the identity of Yehovah has been imposed on the name Yahweh and Jehovah. And when we say Yahweh or Jehovah, we're still saying yad Hey vav Hey. so it's, it's still his name. You're just yeah. pronouncing it differently. In the same way that we say the name of Jesus, even though there wasn't exactly. a J then and all of that. Because, yes. yeah, and, and which is one of the reasons you should learn this, some of these old things, just because... The name Jesus, the the J came about in the early in Rome. The on the name of Jesus, it didn't come until the 1500s in the Geneva Bible, but it wasn't pronounced that way until the 1700s. Right. So, but it's still we know who he is, right? There's still power there. We know exactly. So that's the beauty of God. And and the other thing is, you know, we're Southerners. We mispronounce <laughs> everything anyway. So either way, he knows his sheep, and his sheep know his voice. God inhabits his name, even when we say it wrong, spell it wrong, or we don't have a tongue and can't even say it. Right. Completely lose every semblance of the original Hebrew. God is greater than his great name. That's one of the most beautiful things out there. So that's just, but we do know, if you're looking for the answer to the question, the Masoretes give us the answer because they put the vowels there. It's Yehovah. Hmm. This is the month of Yehovah. Nothing like that name. No, not at all. Amen.